When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can you see cheese on my shirt? I was eating cheese. With nacho cheese? In our household, we'd just eat crackers, cheese, and pepperoni. A little charcuterie board? Definitely not put on a board. I put on a plate. I Actually, I don't do anything. Kai! Kai! <laughs> Can I get a cracker with blueberry, goat cheese, and pepperoni? We're doing an experiment. Are you out of your mind? Okay, this is bad timing. She's making dinner right now for her whole family. You are such a prick. She's got flour on her hands. That's not flour, asshole. It sucks. Oh, so oh, so you have clean hands. Do you think pepperoni would go well with the blueberry goat cheese? And cracker. Say and cracker. Doesn't that seem like it's a weird combination? No, it's salty and sweet. That's what we're fucking talking about. Can I try it? Another win for the dummies. Now you both are teaming up against me. I gotta try it now. What do I? I'm gonna need to try this. Can I try this? So should we start the show or should I wait for the blueberry goat cheese? Let's do a little intro. Hey! New Heights, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by Uncrustables. That's right, that PB and J that you just can't resist. It's good. And cutting carbs, taking that crust off, baby. It's healthy eating. I don't know that that's how that works. The best part of the sandwich, Uncrustables can't beat it. Time out, time out, time out. Is there ever, is there a crust to uncrust on an Uncrustable? There is, for sure, yeah. And there's no chance. Yeah, we already talked about this. My, uh, my tight end coach, Tom Melvin, shout out to... Tommy Mel, he uncrusts the uncrustables, the the part where the like the forks would be on oh like my a gosh. empanada or something. Yeah, he just I forgot about that. To be honest, I mean, it's the most average part of the uncrustable is that part. So I love the crust of the uncrustable. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm a big crust guy though. Because you're a crusty some bitch. All right now, <laughs> uh, we are your hosts. I'm Travis. Oh, this is my big brother Jason Kelsey. New Heights comes to you every single Wednesday during the NFL season. Subscribe Thanks, on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Follow the show on all mm-hmm. social media at New Heights Show with one S, and check out our official fan club at newheightsshow.com. Jason, how is that pepperoni and goat cheese, blueberry goat cheese with a cracker? Salty and sweet? You're such a fucking prick. Don't do this. It's not bad. It just doesn't, like, it's just a weird combination. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's amazing. I, it's I not just my think... goat, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's literally just like if it's on, like, a plate... I'll throw all three of them together. If it would have been, if it was like um, cranberry goat cheese. No, uh, what's the uh, honey goat cheese? Not so prosciutto. What's the what's the other prosciutto? If it was like prosciutto, it makes sense because it's just like a saltiness. But pepperoni has like a little bit of like other flavors. It just doesn't. It's not a. Yeah, I hear you. Like if it was honey, it would go well. But the blueberry and the pepperoni is a weird combo. I'm staying by what it's. It's not bad though. As he goes for a second, he's such. A I mean, not bad. <laughs> Look at the man. He'll eat anything. Jason. Thank tell you, Kylie, thank you. Thank you for letting, getting to the bottom of that. <laughs> she hates me. Yeah. Well, she's going to even hate you more tomorrow. <laughs> Jason, why don't you tell everybody what we got coming up? We got a fantastic episode as usual, everyone. We're going to recap both of our week 16 Christmas Day games. 
get to some fan mentions and we'll break down the biggest storylines from around the NFL. And uh, yeah, we only got two games left before playoffs start. Playoffs. So talk about that a little bit, I guess. Huh? But first. What well, uh, was first? New news. New news. Hey. We got a guest episode coming up. That's right. We have for you 92 percenters for being so loyal and uh, tuning in every single week and being such fan of the Kelsey household. We have a Kelsey family year and holiday spectacular. episode. That's right. <laughs> I read that correctly. And it's dropping this Friday. It's going to be a revolving door of Kelsey family members coming through to talk with us. And uh, we cannot wait to share it with you this Friday. It'd be fun. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't even recorded it yet. So we're saying it's going to be fun, and we don't. We yeah, started yet. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. But it yeah. always is. It always is. I think you guys have been asking a lot of questions to the New Heights team, so we're going to ask some of the family members some of the things you guys have been submitting. I got some good ones. I got some good ones for the people that were were we're talking about. to. Yeah, I got some good ones. Is it Bob? Hmm. Dad? Hmm. Kyler? Hmm. <laughs> What else we got coming up, Jason? In other new news, uh, Donna Kelsey had a bake sale. How about that? Yeah, mom. The Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles were uh, able to buy Donna Kelsey's chocolate chip cookies. The fans that were at both Arrowhead and Lincoln Financial this past week at the Christmas Day game were able to buy our mom's cookies, which is crazy because I think that's the first time they've ever been for sale. Yeah. But yeah, all of the proceeds from the cookies benefited organizations selected by the teams for the Eagles. They benefited the Eagles Autism Foundation. And for um, Kansas City, they uh, they benefited Operation Breakthrough that Travis yes, has uh, been intimately involved with. So yeah, thank you to all of you that uh, ate the cookies. I hope they tasted good and were as good as they usually are for Mama Kills um, and supporting these wonderful organizations. You know it. Making it an even merrier Christmas. Shout out to Mama Kels for uh, spreading the the holiday cheer with some uh, some good old Donna Kelsey cookies. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, I guess uh, I guess it was Christmas, wasn't it? Huh. It was Christmas. Yeah, funny thing. Yeah, so usually uh, quarterbacks give out big, big, big prizes. Yeah, presents. I mean, and mm-hmm. uh, did you get any uh, good gifts this year? I think like two years ago or last year, you got a big Louis duffel. That we did and that's, sandals. I think yeah. it's sweet. Yeah, what, that's uh, my go-to I, still. Did you guys get any good ones this year? Yeah, so Jalen, the first year he was the starter, got um, Jordans. Not just any Jordan, patent leather bread ones. Sorry, I didn't know. Red and blacks. Bread, red and black bread. Bread. Oh, is that why it says that? Mm, all right How about now. that? These guys are clever. Last year was the Louis Vuitton bags. Damn. And then uh, this year he got us watches. Not just any watch. It's a pretty nice watch. Ooh, gold or white? It's white. Ooh, I know. Right different. It's not. I typically I'm a gold guy. I like gold, but it's a good watch. I like gold. <laughs> gold finger. Yeah, Pat got the entire Chiefs offensive line uh, golf carts, which was pretty oh, nice. sweet. Uh, yeah, I was trying to get out of t- get out of the parking lot on uh, I think it was last Thursday. And uh, everybody's just flying around. Those things are street legal, so everybody's going about they're street legal. Miles. Yeah, they're going about thirty-five miles so per hour. Are these gas the or electric? Uh, I believe electric. Yeah, I believe electric. Yeah. All right. So you might not get very far, but <laughs> street legal. Nonetheless, 
and they were uh, they were all sweet. They were all custom too. Had the guys' names on them. Trav, do you guys do a gift exchange in your room? We have in years past. This year, I uh, I just went up and uh, teamed up with my guy Daniel Patrick and got everybody uh, who's a designer out in L.A. And What'd you get him? Got everybody suits? velour uh, jumpsuits. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice, cozy, comfy. Everybody could just you know. This winter, just enjoy a nice velour top and bottom. Just a hoodie and sweatpants, man. It's so good. I, I don't know why I don't like velour, dude. It's comfy. I, I, it's like uh, those, like that, like blanket material that a lot of people like. Like, I'm not a fan. I, I, I like got you one too. I mean, I, okay. Well, actually, if it's from you, I like it. <laughs> Ah, uh, you can't make this shit up, people. No, I was saying, like, if it's not done right, sometimes they just don't feel right. I know exactly what you're saying. This one's done right, though. This one's done right. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. I'll probably love it. All right, so, so we got... Uh, <laughs> Who are you, more of a cashmere guy? I do like cashmere more. I don't cashmere know what makes it, me I, it's, Like, this is... I think it does, this is it is. Cashmere. And this is... Yeah. Fuck, I'm burning up right now. I like wool. I like wool a lot. I don't know, Whatever. We're going down a major rabbit hole. Um, You can cut all of that. How about you guys? Do you guys do uh, anything in the O-line room outside of – or you guys just let the quarterbacks get you everything? So we do uh, White Elephant every year. Um, For those of you that don't know what – I mean, does everybody know what White Elephant is at this point? Nope. So White Elephant, uh, as opposed to like Secret Santa, where you're buying a gift specifically for a person, White Elephant is you just buy the gift. It goes into a room, and then people – you get – an order from youngest to oldest in the O-line room. That's how we decide the order. Seniority. Yep. Each person after the first person, the first person has to pick a gift to open up. And then each person after that gets to decide whether they want to steal that gift or somebody else's gift or open a new present. Uh, each gift can be stolen a maximum of three times. Okay, you keep going until all the presents are open. Nice. So uh, you can't steal the same gift in the same round, but it's pretty enjoyable. Uh, the hide hide items this year. There was a Dr. J autographed card. I think it, that was pretty dope. Ooh, Philadelphia's own baby. Oh man, who? What, oh, there was a um, solo stove. I think there's always like one of those. I feel like every year at this point. A solo stove. Yeah, it's like a fire pit, smokeless fire pit. So like a George Foreman. Way different, but you don't cook. Well, I guess you could cook with it, but just like a. It's a heater. Travis, you've seen this at my house. It's just a metal ring that you put wood in, you light it on fire. Oh, and, it's yeah. a fire pit. Yes, that's correct. Oh, they will burn your face off, though. They will burn your face off. I got a kegerator from my man, Cam Jurgens. Shout out to Cam. Okay, big Cam. Little kegerator. Yep, yep. What are you going to throw in there? Probably some kegs. <laughs> <laughs> See if we get some Christmas pale ale up there or what? I'll do some beers, but I also, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Hottest, literally the hottest item I thought in the room was a flamethrower. We had a full <laughs> blown. I'm serious. A, f- a flamethrower. I don't. I'll get you the exact model of this thing, but it shoots up to 150 feet. What, dude? 150 feet. 150 feet. If you get what the right you, what, combination, is somebody going to war. What the fuck are we doing? I'm surprised it's legal. Like I didn't even know you could just buy these things. This isn't like I, I, that's what we happened. Even be saying this right now. I'm pretty sure it's legal. We'll find out. <laughs> I guess you could just get a 150 foot flamethrower. <laughs> well, it depends on what combination or mixture you put into it. It's if you if you mix the right amount of diesel 
gasoline and napalm. You can shoot that thing 150 oh, yeah. feet. Yeah, it sounds like somebody could blow themselves up with this thing, but that's awesome. for sure. No, I, I awesome. uh, so that's uh, probably the this, that is, was the, this is amazing. That was the most eye opening. How many times did that room. thing get stolen in the white elephant? Um, it got, I don't think it got stolen. I think Cam got it. And, and nobody like, really yeah, knew what else that. to do with it. <laughs> Cam deserves that. I was going to steal it from him, but he was like, dude, open my gift. And it was a keg rare. So we were all happy in the end. And plus, I, I, he's definitely coming over at our house to use the flamethrower. And like, we're definitely using the flamethrower. Dude, you got, you got too much light. You got too much shit. You need burnt. You need to fucking torch. You need to torch that house. Just got to have the <laughs> Haverford uh, Fire Department make sure they're, or Havertown Fire Department. I don't even know which one it is, but. Just make sure get they're the nearby. Entire team to come by with a fire extinguisher. Just yeah. be like, all right, everybody. That was brought by Landon Dickerson, who has another. We had a uh, birthday Landon party. Dickerson bought it. Okay, I yeah. would have thought. I would have. I definitely would have thought that was uh, Lane. Yeah. Yeah. No, he had a birthday party over at his house earlier this year, and he had a flamethrower. And I think that's what got this whole thing started. It was a way less powered one. Like it was just a little spritzer, shot fifty feet. That thing was badass. So I can't imagine what this 150 foot monster is going to be like. Oh my! It was the life of the party. Well, I mean, now I got to see it. So we got to get that thing on video. Hopefully, they, they got to be safe, right? It's, it's really fun when you have flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So can't wait to see you guys use that thing. I was about to say, do you think you get through the security at the uh, games with a flamethrower? You know, they check like everything. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. There's no Could way. Could you imagine coming that. out of the tunnel? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Number 63, Cam Jurgens. <laughs> this is electric. <laughs> Instant fan favorite. Yeah, let's get to some fan mentions of the week. All right, now. Um, first fan mention is uh, we got a shout out from the NFL. That's right. The NFL page posted us on uh, their Christmas Day cartoon. Um, I've seen them do this before. And yeah. um, I just don't get it. I don't get. I don't get it at all. Uh, what don't you get? I'm feeding a squirrel, and Jason is. Uh, You're feeding a squirrel. Yeah, and he's Philly Santa. How do you spell that? Um, I'll leave that up to the dictionary. Also, Jason God, looks uh, real tan for some reason. <laughs> you, you're tan um, too. This is just uh, not as and, tan as me. And I'm clean shaved. I'm clean shaved, kid. Uh, as you all know, I. I do tend to shave my beard every now and then. I feel like I'm supposed to be Pat Mahomes in this. I got a theory. You look like Jordan Mulata. No, I look like Brandon Graham. Zoom in on that face. There's no way you can tell me that that is not Brandon Graham. Zoom in on it. It is. I don't have to. It's right there. I think that these guys make... Have you ever seen Disney? Did you... Like, the same bear from Jungle Book, Baloo, is also in, like, the uh robin hood one with that bear like they repurpose drawings to save time when they're making like movies i think that the guy who made this cartoon just took pat mahomes's face put it on your guy took brandon graham's face put it on my guy so that he didn't have to go through the time of making another face i'm on to you bud and just put a santa yeah i'm on to you you're not fooling me you're the exact same skin complexion as jalen hurts right next to you yeah well i mean it's pretty accurate Nonetheless, you know, shout out to the shout out to the NFL for uh, for throwing us up there. It's an honor to be Santa. <laughs> I haven't fed a squirrel in a long time, but um, I'm always down. It is pretty cool. The uh, the record that Jalen's playing is a gold record, and that was the color of our album this year. Yeah, I haven't opened the album. 
the deluxe album is gold. It's the only one. So pretty cool. I like gold. Yeah. And then in other Christmas news, uh, there's a tweet about me that a bunch of you might have seen, but um, about a million of you actually, I guess, tagged us in this tweet <laughs> from at Dumpling Menace, a.k.a. Incrustables. <laughs> my sister, he looks... My sister says, I think that's what they're saying. Uh, he looks like Jason Kelsey. Me looks up to see who she's talking about. And it is the Santa from the Rudolph Christmas claymation old one. Not buying into it. I've always gotten, I look like Yukon Cornelius. That's the one that everyone's always, and it's from the exact same movie. So I was shocked when this picked up so much steam because I've always gotten that one. I think we're both getting major Ed Kelsey vibes with the snowman, right? 1000%. Yeah. You that's that's an Ed Kelsey. Fat people with facial hair look like Jason. Maybe even a little bit of Uncle Don, to be honest with you. Just Ooh, Uncle Don's just eyes, not that round. The eyes, are, the eyes, the eyes it's a little bit more of like a goatee-ish type thing. Mm-hmm. You had the handlebars at one point. I did my rookie year. They were fucking disgusting. Did a little no-shave November. It was it was really bad. Yeah. You went you went all in. And what was worse is when you don't like twirl it up and it's just like all sitting down. It's a walrus. You would like, I would drink like a pint, right? And you could see the mustache hairs floating in the liquid that you're drinking. And that's when I was like, yeah, this is, this is absolutely gross. I almost just threw up. Yeah. It's, it was bad. It was really, you really had bad. had real flavor savers. Oh, no, legit. Yeah. You just, mm, there's some barbecue sauce from earlier. <laughs> it's time to shout out our next partner, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. And it's, I don't know if that's good because the numbers usually win. Trav, what do you got? Yeah, but all you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. That's all you got to do. It's that easy. And plus, Prize Picks weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. <laughs> uh, each Tuesday. That's right. That's why it's called Taco Tuesday. Bye, Rana. Prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25% uh, to provide even more value. And good news, 92%ers, Prize picks now offers Apple Pay. <laughs> That's dangerous right there. Uh, for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season man that is a that's a game changer right there. All you got to do is just double tap the side of that phone. Just a little ha. <laughs> Huh? Facial recognition in. And now for this portion of the uh, ad read labeled personal experience to be read by talent outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey, because we are current active NFL players and cannot participate. But you know who can? That's right. Our Brandon. intern. Brandon. Oh, so festive. Oh, festive. look at you. Oh, oh, do you oh, have a good oh, Christmas, you a, Brandon? Are you a Did you have a fan, good Brandon? One? Oh. Where are you at? You at home in your old in your old room at home? Yeah, I am. I had a good Christmas. <laughs> I got I got a nice pair of socks. I don't need your bullshit. Let's fucking go, man. Nice. Let's go, man. What socks kind of, are they? Socks are, they are underrated, man. Wool? Socks are so underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I got some nice, warm socks. Dude. I got some warm socks. I got some warm socks. Yeah. Parents always take I care of me. I love wool socks. Jason They're doesn't nice. fucking wear socks. Stop, Jason. I wear wool socks when I'm no, not wearing my uh, my sandals. It's underwear he doesn't wear. Uh, never. Yeah. Yeah. Never. We've been over this. No the show is covered. Takes, this. You, takes the uh, the phrase cold as balls to a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother level. There's a prize pick stat for Jason Kelsey. Underwear, you pick less. <laughs> <laughs> Get, I'm that's a, win- that's a winner. That's a winner. Bye. Bye. Two quick picks, and then I'll get out of here. Uh, 
I'm looking at CeeDee Lamb, yards against Detroit. I think he has been a consistent winner. Uh, I also really like Baker Mayfield against the Saints. Baker's been cooking. Saints got uh, nothing really much to play for, and the Bucks are trying to get in the playoffs. I would take Baker, but that's just me. You do what you want to do. I'm going to get out of here. Well, hopefully our uh, intern, Brandon, did uh, did you right and um, pick some, uh, some winners for you guys, knowing that his track record not so good. From what I hear. And if you want to start making your own picks, go to prizepicks.com slash new heights. That's right. For a first deposit match up to $100. Use that code new heights. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash new heights code new heights for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Let's get to some bold topics, starting with both of our games. How about uh, I start with your game? Because that was a lot better than uh, my game. Eagles 33, Giants. 25 on Christmas Day. The Eagles find a way to get a big divisional win late in the season on Christmas Day. That's right. Jason, you got any initial thoughts? You big uh, jolly Christmas man. We got happy Christmas. Jason, I had a happy Christmas. I won. <laughs> yeah, obviously pretty damn happy to be back in the win column. Ah, it's a good column to be in. Still got a lot of things to clean up, but definitely, you know, offensively put up a lot of yards and, you know, Listen, the Giants defense has great players and Wink is going to, you know, make it as difficult as possible. And boy, did he mm-hmm. putting five guys on the line of scrimmage, bringing safeties off the edges, building you into man calls and um, running zero off of it. One second, the next second is his own pressure with guys dropping the next second. It's and it all looks the same. So he was he was he was on it. He was a very difficult in the game, they got home sometimes. We had some big plays off of some where Jalen was able to either escape and make a throw down the field or get it out quickly. And I loved his decision-making. I was watching the game like, yeah, this is the Jalen that is – nobody wants to see this Jalen. He was he was very – he was definitive with his reads, and he's just getting that ball out fast to guys that uh, could do something with it. DeAndre Swift is one of them. Uh, everybody's screaming, uh, run the ball all game long. But before we get to any of that, why don't we get into some uh, some pregame fits? Jason hey, pulled up in the flip-flops and the hideous Christmas sweater. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, whoa. And the hideous. Santa hat that doesn't quite fit. It doesn't. <laughs> is it obvious? I mean, <laughs> it looks like a child's hat on you. I had um, to. I couldn't put it all the way down on my forehead. I had to leave it on like that top half. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're the koofy. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Um, what are you holding there in your hand? Got some uh, Reese's peanut butter puffs. Ooh, are you sponsored by Reese's now? <laughs> I am not. If anybody deserves to get a sponsor from Reese's, it's Ed Kelsey. That's true. That's true. He is the Reese's fucking king. But keep going. Who'd you get this from? No, yeah. As we were going into the stadium, uh, the security guys were checking the cars, and uh, one of the guys, one of the security guards that's always there, um, Al. Big Al. Yeah, they were like, hey, Al's got something for you. I looked over, and he's got a big old box of Reese's peanut butter puffs with him, so shout out to Al. Did you have a bowl right before the game? No, fortunately, there weren't any bowls, but I had some after the game. Yep. You need Try, you need that. But, to have a bowl of cereal, you need a bowl. Yeah. Shout out to Al for bringing the Christmas spirit, man. Dude, very thoughtful. Yeah. Christmas spirit. And, and sounds like a 92 percenter. How about it? Baby? That's right. Eagles start hot. Took a 20 to 3 lead at halftime. First half featured a lot of Jalen brotherly shoved. Uh, well, a brotherly shoved TD and a 36-yard touchdown pass to uh, Skinny Batman. And then uh, the Giants might have been poking the bear a little bit on the shove 
uh, TD. Did it get a little hostile down there or what? No, they were, it was just people. We were yapping back and forth at each other. They're talking trash. I'm talking trash. Oh, yeah. Some good football talk. Just seeing seeing what presents you guys got for Christmas. What fucking <laughs> presents you get? <laughs> Merry, Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Obviously, we played those guys a bunch. So it's uh, it's always a little bit more amped up. And, uh, you know, they were definitely – they came ready to go, man. They were They were – they were fighting hard right from the get-go. Every time DeAndre Swift gets tackled at the one, I just look at him in the huddle. I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. Like, <laughs> you, know you know exactly what we're about to do. And, you know. <laughs> like, you just got to you gotta eat it, yeah. man. You got to eat yeah. it. It's, well, it's 92% best play. Swift, newsflash, go down at the two or get in the end zone. Don't go down at the one because it is 100% the next play we're running. <laughs> If you go down at the two, we'll probably run inside zone again. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun to watch him fucking run the ball, though, man. Golly. It is. It is. Most points for Eagles uh, in a half all season. Throwing up 23 scores uh, or four. If, yeah, I'm assuming you got two touchdowns of field goal based off of what I just read. Uh, Giants claw back in uh, it late, though. Uh, the Giants benched Tommy DeVito. Shout out to the Famila and, um, at the end of half. And then Tyrod Taylor, man. Yeah. Oldie but goodie, man. Tyrod, man. We our first uh our first bowl game together down in the Orange Bowl, man. V Va Tech. V Tech. Tyrod Taylor and Cam Chancellor, man. Should we tell the Marty Gilliam? <laughs> go, go, you want Marty on Tuesday, you want Marty on Saturday. <laughs> Best line I've ever heard. <laughs> this is the first I'm a freshman in in college. I'm sitting in my locker. I see Marty come in and it's snowing. It's a blizzard in Cincinnati. And we play in the beautiful state of florida we're down in miami for the uh for the for the orange bowl uh later that week but we we were still trying to get some practices in in cincinnati getting ready for the uh the Ho- the hokies right Vontek hokies long story short uh marty came in a little my bike my bike he's got the florida accent my bike hurt my thumb hurt um i can't practice in this what do we what are we practicing in this blizzard for if we're playing down in 80 degree weather down in miami well, this doesn't make any fucking sense it's a fair point. Brian Kelly comes into the locker room. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Everybody whoop. Everybody's whoop, whooping. Whoop, whooping. And uh, Marty Marty walks up. To, or he walks straight up to Marty. Marty stands up in his locker. They have a few words back and forth. Doesn't sound like they're uh, they're agreeing on anything. And uh, Marty takes off his glasses, looks him dead in his eyes, and says, you want Marty on Tuesday or you want Marty on Saturday? I'll let you figure it out. Glasses back on. It was like a fucking movie scene, man. And uh, sure enough, Marty was out there in sweatpants. Coach said, I'll take Marty on Tuesday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Marty won that one, but we got fucking rolled by the Hokies, man. Shout out to Tyrod Taylor, man. So he came back in. A muffed kick uh, led to a TD for the Giants, followed by a 65-yard yeah. pick. Ah, pick six after uh, Dallas Goddard fell down, man. Fuck, that hurts. And then yeah, um, ball. 15 unanswered points. Um, it's 20 to 2018 all of a sudden. Yep. Jalen Hurts uh, picked up uh, a horse collar tackle on the INT return, um, unfortunately. Uh, maybe the only QB I've ever seen uh, get that penalty. I don't I've I feel like never I've seen, seen another guy get that too, but I can't remember. Yeah. But at that point, I mean, threw a pick, giving up a touchdown, penalty, just fucking pour it on. Just pour it on. Who gives a shit? Let some frustration out. Just don't hurt anybody. As somebody who know, is familiar with the rules, of horse collar tackles, because I'm admittedly not that familiar. 
I feel like everybody is very gray on what actually is a horse collar tackle. They pretty much people just call for it anytime somebody has somebody. Yeah, you can't just call around it. here. No, so it's what in the back? It's, it's only in the back. In the back. I it's, thought if it's, it's at the side too, maybe. If it's at the side and you yank towards the back of them and you get like that, that yes. like falling back, that's what they're trying to get to rid of, which is kind of the same along the same lines as what we've already been talking about in the, the what do you call it, the rodeo tackle, the yeah, jump on the, the hip, back of guys. Uh, hip drop. Yeah, the hip tackle. Hip drop. Hip drop. Yeah. So it's kind of along those lines, but you're just grabbing a guy by his collar or I've even seen it like you grab him by the, like his name plate on the back of his jersey. Can't do that either. It's one of those kind of discretionary gray. There is a gray area, I feel like. But yeah, um, this was for sure a horse collar, though. Like it was. No, a he had full, full tech. It was <laughs> like back of the head. No question. Yeah, man, you're not getting in there. All right, you're in. All you're right, in. You're in. But yeah. What was the vibe like when that happened? When you when <sighs> it was probably the biggest play of the game because all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a huge momentum are... shifter. I mean, between the the kickoff and then that play, the first thing that you know. I think all the guys who have been through the game a lot, right? All the experienced players right away. It's like, listen, guys, we're still moving the ball. We're having success offensively. Don't let none of this stuff dis- distract us from what we've been doing all game, right? I think that's the only thing that we – if if that would have happened and it would have been something like where, you know, we hadn't already been having success offensively, then it would have been potentially even bigger. But for us, it was like, you know, listen, we just drove the ball down the field and they got a tip ball with – the receiver falling down, interception for a touchdown. Like, let's not burn the ships yet. Let's just get back out there and go put together another drive. When a team's starting to creep back and they're making big plays and all of a sudden our offense gives up a touchdown, you know, that's those are momentum swings where you gotta you got to circle the wagons right now. You know what I mean? On the sideline, you got to get everybody on the same page because that momentum can get out of control and it can just bleed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so to see you guys come out, um, have a huge uh, first down or a third down conversion where uh, Hertz hits AJ Brown and then the drive ends in a touchdown. Um, that was, I mean, that's enormous momentum to get to get back uh, as a team, let alone the like just the offense. You know, the defense feels that everybody feels that in the stadium when you guys score a big touchdown after a, after a play like that. So there were uh, there were a lot of run the ball chance. Um, yes, there were. I think, uh, think everybody heard him. Uh, did, were you hearing him down there on the field? I don't remember him, to be honest with you. Everybody else heard him. Maybe I was just too uh, in my own head trying to figure out how to pick up these blitzes Wink was throwing at me. But That man was locked in. Yeah, I don't recall the run the ball. Yeah, in the past few weeks, fans have gone uh, gone in over here with signs actually protesting. I, did, I have seen there, – there was one sign I saw. On the chance, Nick said he didn't hear the run the ball chance. No, he, he did. Oh, he did hear He's, yep. Oh, it said he, yeah, he did hear the chance um, in quotes. I think I'd hear it even if I had a double headset. Okay. <laughs> so loud and clear from what he says. Uh, jokes, he appreciates the fans, but the noise uh, makes it harder for Jalen to audible at the line. So uh, pipe down. Do the fans have any that idea what they're talking about? I'll tell you what, as a fan, you see when you give DeAndre Swift the ball behind that offensive line with those receivers blocking Looks like a positive play every time. <laughs> I'm not like, it looks like a good play. Should probably run it a few times. Final thoughts on the uh, on the game here, big guy. Uh, you got a post game quote saying that it was a sloppy game. Obviously, I think there that was very evident. Uh, did some really good things on offense. Jalen played incre- incredibly well, and uh, Wink's phenomenal. He gave a shout out to the uh, D coordinator for the uh, Giants. 
we've been shouting out each other all week, I guess. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was a sloppy game, in particular for myself. You know, I done physically. I think everybody played pretty well, which is good to see. But, you know, I think when you're getting so many different looks and all these blitzes, I think it just wasn't the cleanest game. And that's one of the things that it does, right? That's why Wink is such a great coordinator is it's not going to be clean and there's going to be weird situations that happen or you're not going to be on the right point. And I think that for me, though, I think normally I'm a lot more on top of it than I was this past week. So the snap had a, another false start. So frustrating last couple of weeks, but uh at the end of the day, happy to be back in the win column. Um, happy that the offense is back out there performing well. Um, so all that is definitely something that, I mean, we're very, very happy with. Well, Devontae made a made a big splash in the uh, post-game interview saying that we're not playing good football right now as an offense. We're, uh, we're not where we want to be, and I'm not satisfied yet. We got 11 wins, so I'm not happy. It needs to be better for, uh, for what I want to do, what everybody else uh, in here wants to do. And what we want to be, yeah. yeah. So um, we're we're nowhere near uh, that. So I'm not happy. So all right, well, so unhappy. You know, sometimes you know. Listen, I'm unhappy. Happy, I'm happy to be in the win. There's no question about it. But I do think what Devontae's saying is extremely accurate. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you know, we we won the game, but you know, we need to be playing a lot better if we want to do anything impactful and reach the goals that we set forth at the start of the season. And I think everybody in our building is aware of it, but, you know, all you can keep doing is just keep trying to get better. We did better than the week before, um, and I think that it's going to keep coming. Catch that stride, brother. LeBron's stat of the game. Uh, this is per OPTA stats. Um, don't know what the fuck that is. Opta. The Eagles are the first team in NFL history. That is right, the first team in history. To fumble four times, commit nine-plus penalties, allow a 65-yard pick six, and allow 65-plus-yard TD pass all in the same game. That is uh, pretty uh, impressive. And you guys won the game. We fumbled? I don't even remember fumbling four times. The one was the special teams on the kickoff return. I don't even want to bring this one up. I want to bring this one up. We had a punt that was fumbled. There was another one that was that might have been a snap or something. Oh, the snap! Know. Gosh, yep, ah, I forgot about that one. Yep, fuck my life. And then uh, on when someone uh, recovered a fumble and then it <sighs> popped back out. Yep, went gosh. out of bounds. Four. That's fumbles. a hell of a LeBron stat, Opta. Thanks for yeah. that one. It's a good job. Alrighty. Maybe our uh, our stats guys can be as good as them one day. Brandon. It's time to talk about our next partner. That's right, Uncrustables. Over the holidays, Uncrustables are an easy snack when you're prepping for company or in the car on your way to a family gathering. That's right. After you've been running around cooking and entertaining for the last month, Uncrustables can come in handy when uh, the last thing you want to do is think about what to eat. And as a father of three, I know Uncrustables can help alleviate some stress for parents about what to uh, eat over the break when your kids are home from school and endlessly pestering you for uh, food. Enter Uncrustables, the best part of the sandwich. Hey! They're round, crimped sandwiches crimped. made with soft, pillowy bread filled with the perfect ratio of peanut butter and grape or strawberry jelly. Damn, that actually is a great description of what an Uncrustable is. You gotta appreciate the perfect peanut butter and jelly ratio. Uncrustables make life easy for busy parents. There's no mess, no prep required. Tell them, son. Find Uncrustables in a freezer aisle near you. They're everywhere, people. Go get you one. Yeah, you can't miss them. You'll find them. 
Time to shout out another one of our sponsors, State Farm. That's right. State Farm helps you score an affordable price when you bundle home and auto insurance with the personal price plan. The personal price plan lets you call the plays. That's right. So you can choose the home and auto insurance coverage that fits your needs at a price that you can afford. And bundling home and auto, that's a pro move. Pro move. Just another way to save with the State Farm personal price plan. All right, now 92%ers, go ahead and talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts, and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Let's move on to the next game, Trav. Uh, Chiefs 14, Raiders. 20. Yeah, man. That yeah. was uh that was embarrassing. Not a Merry Christmas in Arrowhead. What do you got? What are your what are your first thoughts? I mean, we just we handed we handed that team a win on Christmas. We literally played Santa and gave him a present. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to disagree with you, but let's uh All I got for you is that we are that was embarrassing. Um everybody in the building knows how embarrassing that was. Um and that we uh we got a short week, so we're gonna forget about this shit real quick. There you go. You guys are still in control of the AFC West and will clinch it next week with a win um, or can clinch it next week with a win. Offensively, uh, struggled a little bit. Had a negative 18 yards in the first quarter. That's when I first started watching it because I was getting ready for the game and everything. Finally got back to the TV in the back. Um, I think it was about three minutes left and I noticed that there was still negative. I was man, this is a rough start. The fewest yards in the first quarter by a Patrick Mahomes-led team was obviously this past game against the Raiders where you were in negative 18 yards. And then also, actually, in week 12 versus the Raiders, 11 yards only in the first quarter. Those are the only two games of his career in which the Chiefs gained fewer than 15 yards in the first quarter. What do you think it is about the Raiders with the slow starts? I don't fucking know. They're good defense. Just can't. Just can't. Can't catch a rhythm, uh, and it's not just it's not just the Raiders. It's been uh, it's been a lot of teams that we've played, uh, just trying to catch a rhythm and catch stride, uh, knowing that uh, knowing that we got guys that we can win with, and um, it's uh, it's just a it's a frustrating fucking experience right now, and um, every single day we're going in here fixing it. I promise you guys, uh, and it's not just one guy. I, I'm it's not just me playing like dog shit. It's not just. Uh, uh, it's not being able to get the run game going. It's not just us not being on the same page passing wise. It's, it's everybody's in this fucking thing together. Everybody at some point um, isn't being accountable and we all just got to f- bring it together, man, um, and put it together. And I think uh, we, we're taking a lot of learning, learning shots. Uh, and, and unfortunately, we've lost a lot of those games in years past. We've won those games, found a way to win at the end. Special teams, same thing. It's it's really just our defense that's keeping us in games. Um, yeah. We were we were really you know banking on the defense giving us one last drive, but it, we played so trash as an offense that we put the defense in a really really tough spot there at the end of the game. And it was a uh, one play can just you know seal it, and uh, and that's what happened there in the fourth quarter. And it's just it's frustrating when you know you got the guys and you got everybody that you need, um, and just things just aren't going your way, man. Is there anything more deflating than a defensive touchdown too? Like we had one in our game and obviously the two you guys had. There's one there's one thing more deflating than a defensive touchdown and that's back-to-back defensive touchdowns. That's fair. That's a, that adds up. And that um, will that will make you 
that will make you pretty fucking frustrating. I can only imagine, and that makes you frustrating as an offensive player, as a defensive player. Like, dude, what's happening? You pride yourself on keeping points off the board, and we we gifted them 14. Yeah. Well, the frustration was visible on the sideline. Obviously, you had the incident where you tossed your helmet in typical Kelsey fashion. It's a very normal Kelsey thing to do, apparently, uh, when you get pissed off. And Andy uh, commented about it after uh, the game, the exchange he had with you, and he said uh, he went back in and did a nice job. Things happen, emotional game, Travis is emotional, and sometimes my red hair gets to me a little bit, uh, but it all works out. He's looking out for me, and I love him for it. I didn't go back out there and play good. He wanted to see the fire in me, and I I reacted in a bad way. He wanted to just get the best out of me. Um, and right now I'm just not playing my best football and I got to fucking lock the fuck in and be more accountable for him, be more accountable for my teammates. I got to keep my fucking cool, man. Cause, um, as a leader on this team, that's not how you uh, switch the momentum. Well, you weren't the only one. Pat was also seen on the sideline trying to fire up the O line. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, broke the training table. How about that? Uh, while being evaluated for a concussion, I know it doesn't look good and there's better ways. There's always in hindsight, like, hey, shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have, should have kept my composure. But at least you're seeing a bunch of teammates that care about it. You know what I mean? It's not the healthiest way to freaking voice it, but this is what happens when you're in a highly competitive environment with a bunch of guys that want to win, right? A couple offensive bright spots. Uh, Travis, you recorded your 900th career catch. That's also uh, featured a nasty stiff arm uh, in this clip. Uh, Tommy Townsend threw an absolute dark on the dart on a fake punt. Nice little quick little receiver screen it drives me crazy when people do not run these screens right you see how you come in and you get inside the kickout block yeah Noah had a huge block on that one so did the uh Jawan taylor getting out front yeah every that, that's how the wide receiver screen is supposed that that's where it's drawn textbook up, you know yeah textbook you get me one on preferably with DB, you get inside the kick out and you get yeah. back out if you can but with the way it was going i mean once you get inside the kickout block you're just playing football Go to the space, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that was a heck of a 900th career catch right there. Usually you see these kind of passes wide-ass open. This was not a wide-ass open pass. This was – he uh, he back-shouldered him. This is a pretty good – He was low-key covered. Yeah, this is, a, this is pretty good fucking football right here. So this is actually the same fake punt we ran a few weeks ago against the uh, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And it works really well when the guy, the gunner's pressed up on him because the gun, I mean, he's immediately just trying to get leverage to, for the return, mm-hmm. but there's uh Raiders and safe punt obviously weren't as concerned about getting the return on this. Thank God. Tommy Townsend threw an unbelievable throw. Yeah. Shout out to Tommy, man. Keeping the, keeping the drive alive, baby. Dude, that's a hell of a pass. Tommy can huck it, man. Yeah, we've talked a lot about corrections, uh, getting things fixed on the show. You know, what do you think is the biggest thing you guys got to do offensively to get something going? Everybody's just got to fucking do their job. Every single play, it's somebody not doing their job. And it's me. It's every, it, one by one, it's everybody on the team. Um, and whether that's prep, whether that's having the confidence and understanding of what the defense is in, their their coverages, their gaps in the run game, um, how we're picking up blitzes, how we're running routes versus certain coverages, uh, all the above, man. It's uh, we show signs of uh, sparks of what kind what kind of offense we can be. Um, like we, I believe we did maybe right out of halftime, I think, um, or 
I forget the entire game's a blur, but throughout the season, we've shown during drives that we can we can be a high powered offense. Um, if we don't hurt ourselves with penalties, if we're not playing first and fucking twenty every other sna- every other drive or every other set of first downs, it's just uh, hasn't been a hasn't been a well oiled machine like we've been in the past, and um, we just got to get everybody on the same fucking page. Yeah, and um, maybe that's just getting into the facility and just talking things out together. Maybe that's getting a few reps after practice. Maybe that's you know getting a few more reps. Uh, you know, mental reps uh, with each other in the in the in the film or whatever it is, we got to do something else because uh, it's been pretty consistent that we haven't been on the same page. We just got to take a little bit more ownership and and uh, and what we're doing. And I'm not I'm not saying that that I'm out of this. I'm the main part of this, and uh, and you got to try and find a way to clean this shit up, man. Well, I know you guys will. Yeah, you, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid. It's only a matter of time. Just keep putting in that work, brother. The good thing is, once you guys figure it out. It's going to be damn hard to beat the Chiefs. Defense is still elite. Allowed just six points, limiting the rookie quarterback Aiden O'Connell to 62 yards passing. Spagnola has been on fire all season. Raiders didn't complete a single pass after the first quarter. That is insane. Held the Raiders to just 205 yards of offense and two field goals. With two games left in the regular season, the Chiefs still lead the AFC West. Some postgame quotes, Andy Reid. We were just a tick off. Again, that's my responsibility to give them the right stuff to work with in the run game, in the pass game. That's uh, what's got to take place. Um, Mahomes, we've got to clean it up. I think if we clean it up, we can beat anybody. I truly believe that. But we've got to prove that we can do it. Yeah, man. Those are the quotes I think you, you want to see. I think everybody knows it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All righty. LeBron's stat of the game. Most passing touchdowns in the first 100 career games. Pat Mahomes at 218 is the number one rated or has the most passing touchdowns through 100 career games. Next in line, Dan Marino, pretty good. Aaron Rodgers, pretty good. Uh, And Brett Favre, pretty good. Uh, Mahomes has only played 95 games. How about that? Still got five more games to get this number ticking north again. That does it for uh, Chiefs Raiders. Let's get into uh, some Week 16 roundup, Trav. Get me the fuck out of there. <laughs> Seeky guide. I'm sure all of the 92% tuning in are looking to come to a Chiefs or Eagles game this season. And that's why today's sponsor is going to come in handy. That's right. Today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the numero uno. Number one rated ticketing app. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek. From the NFL to college football. Zach Bryan concerts. It's got it all. Trav, you got any uh, upcoming events you're looking forward to getting to? Man, um, I haven't seen any good ones just rolling through downtown because I haven't been downtown, so I haven't been seeing anything. Um, I, I need to go to like a good comedy show, man. I'm sure there's some good ones. I missed. Uh, I missed. I missed Bert. Kreischer, Bert, Bert Kreischer, yeah, he was Kreischer. just in Philly too. SeatGeek puts all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure you are getting a good deal. And each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10, so look for the green dots. Green means good, and red means bad, not so good. And every ticket is backed by the buyer guarantee, and SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. Ooh, and you know we came through for you 92%ers. Hey, Use the code KELSEY10 for 10% off on tickets on SeatGeek. That's right. 
code KELSEY10 will get you 10% off tickets, whether you're a new or existing customer. Open the app and type the code in right now. All right, if you know one thing about this show, it's that sometimes you'll see a giant dog behind me. And you guys love to comment about how lazy and unfit he looks. But let me tell you, he is very fit. And that's because I feed him the farmer's dog. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. How about that? How about that? And my wife prefers that they eat this over the gophers in the backyard. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. The Farmer's Dog isn't just higher quality food, uh, 92%ers. They also send food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. Uh, get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. Plus, you get free shipping when you order. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash new heights to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash new heights. Updated playoff picture. Only two divisions clinched. The NFC North with the Lions and the NFC West with the Niners. Um, with a win over the Vikings, the Detroit Lions won the NFC North for the first time since 1993. I believe they had a guy named Barry Sanders. Well, actually, I think it's their first time ever winning the NFC North because I think the last time they won their division. They weren't the NFC North? It wasn't the NFC North. I, I believe I saw that. Yeah, it was the NFC yeah, Central. I think. Maybe. Lions tweeted a great throwback meme of uh, Jared Goff. That's right. See this thing? I haven't seen it. Uh, don't be hating. Don't be hating. Malibu, Malibu's most wanted, baby. I know somebody else who gets that quite a bit. <laughs> Browns and uh, <laughs> Lions each have 10 wins for the first time in 70 years. Jesus Christ, that is a long time. Dude, who would have thought? Shout out to the Browns and Lions for having organizations for 70 years. That's pretty cool. Uh, three teams... Eagles, Lions, Niners uh, tied at 11-4 and four, uh, for the number one seed in the NFC. Yep. Dumb question. Do we think teams will continue to play starters for number one seed, or are they going to try and stay healthy more important? Well, I think they'll definitely play starters. Listen, the, the number one seed If you're fucking is, battling for that number one seed, you're starting your starters. Yeah, you want the bye. I don't you think people realize how big of an advantage having Holy that bye week fuck, is. fuck, that bye is a huge advantage. So there's no question in my mind it. that teams are going to be playing all out to get the number one seed, but we'll see uh, how it shakes out. Yeah, and uh, three teams, Jags, Colts, and Texans tied for eight and seven in the AFC South, uh, only division with all teams still alive for the playoffs, the AFC North. That's right. Stacked, man. Browns, Bengals, Steelers, and Ravens. Ravens. Who just had a fucking huge win. Huge Day. win. They had a very Merry Christmas. Fair, um, right. Shout out to Lamar Jackson and the gang. Ref safety. How about that? Talking about that Ravens game, the Christmas night game between the Ravens and the Niners features something we had never seen before. And that's the refs having an impact on the game. Who would have thought? <laughs> A ref accidentally trips Lamar Jackson. I'll tell you what, man. This is the only time I feel bad for the ref. I feel this bad. This is the most right? embarrassing. This is the most embarrassing way to fucking influence a game as a referee. You fall down and trip the quarterback in the end zone as he's trying to throw the ball away. Didn't throw it to anybody, so intentional grounding in the end zone results in a safety. 
you could see the refs kind of get together uh, right after this play, and the ref that fell down is looking at him. He's like, damn it, that's a safety, isn't it? And he says, <laughs> yep, and you could just see it on his face. Is like remorse, like, god damn it, I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Dude, it's good that they did not lose this game by like a point or something like that because it would have been pandemonium. Oh, my God, it would have been fucking epic. Oh, my God, it would have been epic. Golly. What do you think is going through his head? Like, he is just... Get the fuck like, out the way, get the fuck it, out the way, get the fuck out the way, get the fuck out the way. Do you think he's oh God. more embarrassed that he fell or more, like, upset that he just I, impacted the play? You know what I, I mean? think it's all the above. I think it's all it's, the you above. Throw it's, it's all, all, all the emotions are hitting him at once. Gosh. Just a fucking I, I will say, man, this is why... Listen, you're going to be an official in a Lamar Jackson game. Much like a offensive lineman, you got to be ready for that dude to be anywhere at once. You can't, you know, he starts rolling out. looks like he's going to go to his right. Then he pirouettes, comes back to the other side, and the official it's on top of him before he even has a chance. The official's looking at the offensive line, trying to see if there's any holding or hands of the face. Realizes Lamar's rolling out right towards him. And uh, and you know what? That's why, that's why you got to be an athlete. No matter who you are on the field, you have to be an athlete. <laughs> And uh, this ref did not show his athleticism too well. I, I don't want to, dude. I don't, he got caught in a pretty compromising situation. I don't yeah. know. He got flustered. Lie. He got flustered. He panicked. <laughs> he definitely panicked. He one thousand percent panicked. He was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Fucking up, upper body moved a lot faster than the lower body. But I don't know. I, to be honest, I don't know that I would have done much better in that situation. If I'm in a full backpedal, and all of a sudden, all these guys just start coming back at me. No, you got good. Yeah, you got them Mama Kelsey hips. You open it, you're opening them things up real quick. You, you might, uh, I think you think a little bit higher of me than what might actually happen. Anyways, um, oh, there's another angle of it. I didn't even see this other. I've only seen that one angle. Dude, it's so bad. They slow motioned him. That was fucked up. Oh, and they kept panning to they kept panning to the ref. That's why I felt bad for him. The TV kept panning to him and seeing his face of just like, <laughs> God damn it. It's Christmas. My family's watching this game. But all my friends oh. are watching this game. I'm not going to be able to go into work tomorrow. Right here, you you clearly see him trip him. <laughs> yeah, the the old foot. Yeah, his feet just get tied up. Lucky you didn't have to go in the blue blue tent. Sometimes it just sucks to suck. You know, just sometimes you just got to eat it. So I had my share in the game too. Let's get on to something better than that. Greatest doink of all time. Uh, we can't talk about. This week, without mentioning Patriots kicker Chad Ryland, who absolutely bombed the field goal post in their win over the Broncos. Mm -hmm. It's a hell of a doink. Boom! Sounds like a gunshot goes off. Like, yeah. It's got a... He, he had, had to, to have hit, hit the hit mic. There's mic a, for, right? all of, for everyone that doesn't know, there is a microphone on the top of the field goal post. On both of them? Yeah, on both of them. Did you know that? No. On both posts or both field goals? It's kind of like the NBA. There's a there's a microphone underneath the hoop. Yeah. I think the NFL does the same thing on big games. So is it to pick up the noise of the doink? Is that solely what that's there for? Who knows? I'm not sure why the NFL does it. Or is it there to pick up ambient noise? What is it? Maybe. Maybe it's to pick up like the crowd noise and stuff. Hmm. Who knows? Seems man. like a weird Either way, though, when you hit that post, it was, yeah. like you said, a gunshot. Yeah. Um, so greatest doink. doink, greatest doink of all time. I don't know, man. I know one other. It's hard to beat the double doink. I love you, Naggy. Double I doink. I love you, Nags. I love you, Nags. <laughs> Fuck, I love you. I was there. I was out. I was there. Soldier Field, baby. I was baby. at that game. 
Heck yeah. I gave uh, Tyler Bray backup uh, QB for the uh, for the Bears. I gave him a beer before the game. That's right. He was he was on the field. And I just like that. You want a beer? You want a beer, dude? <laughs> That's awesome. My guy, shout out to T Bray, man. Missed that dude. Yeah, I don't know if it beats the double doink and uh, Philadelphia wins a Super Bowl off of the double doink. No, that wasn't that year. That was the next year. The double doink was 2018. We ended up losing to the Saints the next round. That was the year after the Super Bowl. Double doink. I thought you guys went Bears-Vikings. No, we went Bears, then Saints, and we almost pulled it off against the Saints. Probably should have. We screwed that one up. But who'd you guys? Who'd you guys – Play before the Vikings the year you won it. Uh, Falcons. I knew that. Yeah. I knew that. All right. Well, then, yeah, this is the greatest doink of all time. <laughs> uh, new Heights. Let's get along to their New Heights stamps of the week, baby. Let's do it. Let's hand out some stamps of the week to players who took their game to New Heights in week 16 of the NFL season. Uh, new Heights stamp of the week is sponsored by State Farm. That's right. Talk to a State Farm agent today and learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How about that? A lot of good options. A lot of good options this week. Yeah, we got some good ones. Lions obviously clinching the uh, the what is now the NFC North or for the, for the first time in history is a pretty awesome, stampable moment. Dan Campbell. Ravens rookie Kyle Hamilton with his two interceptions yeah, uh, against the 49ers. Another very um, stampable moment this week. Yeah, uh, A lot of good football and meaningful football being played. But I'm going to go right with the homerism, and I'm going straight to our brownies. Amari Cooper, 11 receptions for a single-game franchise record, one of the oldest franchises in the history of the NFL and before the NFL or modern NFL. 265 yards and two touchdowns in the Browns' 36-22 win over Houston. I think a lot of people with uh, Deshaun Watson uh, being out uh, thought that the Browns were going to trend downward. But lo and behold, they signed Joe Flacco. And <laughs> Joe's proven he's got some gas left in that tank. Come on now. He's got the – dude, he's, he is chucking that thing. Amari Cooper, 265 yards in the most – uh, receiving yards in the history of the Browns organization in the single game. That's insane. Awesome. Dude, awesome. This is, I love player. this for, I love this for Joe. Shout out to Amari. First of all, exactly. Amari, we're giving the stamp to Amari, but I'm also kind of yeah. giving it to Joe. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's a double stamp, but either way, double stamp. we're going to Amari. You, you can't double fourth, stamp a stamp. You can't double stamp a triple stamp. You can't double. <laughs> <laughs> Amari Cooper is a fourth player in NFL history with three career games with at least 200 receiving yards and two touchdowns. How about that? Dude. Sixth player in NFL history with four career games, at least 200 receiving yards. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Way to go, Amari. Way to go, Brownies. Uh, still rolling over there. Jim Schwartz and, and company is, hey, man, they're getting ready for these playoffs. All right, now. All right, Trevor. Um, Who you got? Yeah. I'm going with um, the old George Pickens. That's hey. right. Uh, everybody loved, North. loved, loved to uh, mention how he was um, not blocking for the uh, Steelers running backs. Um, and said that he wasn't a good teammate or that he only enjoyed playing football when he was uh, catching the football. Well, George uh, caught the football damn well. Uh, <laughs> down Turns out that's pretty Christmas, important too. <laughs> Christmas weekend. 
Um, yeah. Four catches of six targets for 195 yards and two touchdowns uh, in Saturday's 34-11 win over the Bengals. And I'll tell you what, man, he was flying around. Uh, nobody could catch this dude when he had the ball in his hands. And um, when he when he scored, everyone's like, I hear you talking. I hear everybody talking, baby. I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and keep putting up these dubs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, shout out to Pickens, man, for taking this game to new heights, man. I love it when somebody just has a, a great game after everyone doubts them and doubts their integrity and all that shit. Um, obviously, you never know what's going on in a building, but um, out from the outside, uh, I could be happy for George Pickens, man. Dude, whenever anybody is going through adversity and they come out and they perform, I, it doesn't matter. That. It's, it's the greatest it. thing to watch ever. I'm Four here for catches. It. uh for 195 yards. I mean, he's basically yeah. averaging 50 yards a catch. Um, bye bye. Yeah, we can we can Speed. we can deal with your run blocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just get in there. You do that. You do what you did this past. George, uh, give better effort, but keep keep catching those 50 yard passes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to George for taking this game to new heights, baby. All righty, that's it, folks. That wraps up this episode of New Heights. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when the new episodes are coming out. We're dropping our bonus video on Thursday this week, so make sure you check that out. We'll preview our Week 17 games, maybe look at some uh, fan art, uh, whatever we feel like doing. And, of course, uh, make sure uh, to tune in for the special Kelsey Christmas Family Year-End Holiday Spectacular um, episode that's going to be premiering this Friday. You won't want to miss it uh, if you have any... Uh, questions or looking for any information on the Kelsey family. I think a lot of things will be answered this week. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by Uncrustables, that PB&J that you just can't resist. Mm. All right, now the best part of the sandwich, as they say. It's pretty damn good. Follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show with one S. And uh, thank you to our production and crew, always, for making us look way better than what we are and to the 92 percenters for tuning in we will see you guys later this week with the uh family what is it what are we calling that thing a family spectacular kelsey uh, family year-end holiday spectacular i don't like that. it's kelsey christmas episode what he said peace ed kelsey calling me in the middle of the show does he not know that we're doing the show right now he does know so what is he calling me for? Answer it. Answer it. Just answer it. Hurry up. Put him on. Put him on blast. I already declined it. Let's see what he says. You decline phone calls? From Ed? Yes. <laughs> Just let it ring. What's up, Dad? Sorry, are, you, are you on your podcast? Yeah, we're on the podcast. What's up? Okay. Well, I don't want to talk and be recorded. We're not recording you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. Why would I record you? Brandon, stop recording. <laughs>